0: Real estate agents from around the world, please help me welcome, he's a six foot three sophomore from Covington, Georgia, a Parade First Team All-American Rivals 5-Star Recruit. Please put your hands together and welcome the Flood Insurance Guru, the incomparable Mr. Chris Green. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Flood Guru Podcast. My name's Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru, and I want to say thank you for tuning in to today's Flood Guru Podcast on the flood zone removal process. Before we get started, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, about flood zone changes, disaster assistance, we've got free flood education resources for you on our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. So let's talk about this flood zone removal process. And we get a lot of questions here at the Flood Insurance Guru about this process because of our educational background in flood mitigation and a history of getting all of these properties removed from different flood zones. So today we're going to talk about that process. You know, the flood zone removal process can sometimes come be a difficult and a lengthy process depending on the situation. You know, when a flood zone is changed, it's called a letter of map amendment that basically changes the zone. So we want to talk today about what exactly is a letter of map amendment, also known as a loan loan. This is basically an official amendment letter uh, to an Effective Flood Insurance Program, VOMA uh, establishes the property's location to the Special Flood Hazard Area, and they're issued on the FEMA Map Service website. So when you receive this letter of map amendment changing your flood zone, it's also uploaded to FEMA Map Service. Because it's a public record, it'll always be there, even after you sell the house. And 10 years down the road, it'll still be there, for also for revalidation purposes. Because it basically amends the effective National Flood Insurance Program map. So what about the process? You know, What are some things that you may need in order to do a flood zone removal like this or that LOMA process? Uh, first of all, there's different forms and things that may be needed for this process. The first thing you may want to get or look at getting is an elevation certificate. Now an elevation certificate is not necessarily required in this situation. It could be that there's a survey out there. The first thing you want to look for, though, to even see if your property would qualify for this, is you're looking for the lowest adjacent grade of the property. Your lowest adjacent grade needs to be at or above the base flood elevation. Now, the base flood elevation is the level that FEMA thinks water would come to in a flooding situation. If you've got a 100-year flood zone, if you've got a 500-year flood zone, uh, the base flood elevation is set by FEMA and the local community. So what happens if you don't have a base flood elevation? Well, you could always reach out to your local community official who could possibly give you a community letter that states what this base flood elevation level is. Um, you could also request having a flood study done in your area to determine the base flood elevation, which can be a lengthy process. So when it comes to the base flood elevation, this is the first thing you want to look for. Now, let's say that your property, your lowest adjacent grade, is above the base flood elevation. So what are your next steps? Well, you can go over to FEMA's website. They have their own LOMA website uh, where you can submit these documentations. Now, you could be submitting it on behalf of yourself. You could have a surveyor uh, do it on your behalf, an engineer, or you could even have someone who has a flood education background like ourselves do it for you. you know Each one of these groups do charge a different fee. So when you're out there looking at this process, you do want to understand what all the different fees are. Because there can be many hidden fees, and not realizing it it can be a very expensive process if you're not careful. So as we said, once you go to that site, there's a few things that FEMA normally wants. You know, They're usually going to want a tax assessor's plot from when maybe the house was originally built. Uh, Many times they're going to want a property deed. Uh, to upload as well, as well as we mentioned the elevation certificate or the survey that shows the lowest adjacent grade. They're also going to want a copy of the county or even their own flood insurance rate map to review where the property is located. Because remember, many times these properties can be removed because FEMA is doing a lot of their flood maps based on the whole parcel, not the structure, so the structure could be sitting up higher. So these are some documents that you're gonna to wanna to take a look at when you go on this site. And once you submit everything to them, it usually takes about 30 to 60 days for them to respond to you, letting you know if there's anything else out there that they need. You can also check out a blog that we'll have talking about LOMAs and letter of map revisions as well that lists these specific links out of where to go to review these things if you do decide to do it yourself. There's also links there if you decide not to do it yourself where you can get professional help. So today we talked about the floods zone removal process. Remember, first step is looking at an elevation certificate or survey is looking for the lowest adjacent grade to make sure it's above the base flood elevation. If it's not, you're not going to get approved generally. So it could be a waste of your time. So that's the first step. Next step is go over the uh, FEMA's website, their LOMA website, to upload those documents we talked about, which might be a property deed you know, elevation certificate or the survey, a copy of the tax assessor's plot, a copy of the flood insurance rate map, uh, all these things. And then it's gonna take them about 30 to 60 days to respond. So if you've got questions about how to do a flood zone removal, or you want a flood zone removal done by a professional expert, please reach out to us. FloodinsuranceGuru.com. You can go to our YouTube channel or our Facebook page, The Flood Insurance Guru, where we do our daily flood education videos. If you've got questions, you can also give us a call, 205-451-4294. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the Flood Guru Podcast on Flood Zone Changes. My name is Chris Green, president and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru.